Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Late Night Leos. My name is Morgan. I'll be your host tonight. Tonight we have our 61st episode with Max Exotics. I've got Max or Maxim. Do you like Max or Maxim? Your Facebook says Maxim, so. Yeah, let's go, Max. Max. All right. So how are you doing tonight, Max? Um, nothing much. Uh, it's pretty late here, so, uh, yeah, just chilling, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, let's go ahead and just jump into, like, your beginning with animals and reptiles and what got you started. Did you have any other animals before? And and we'll just kind of start from that. Okay, so, uh, how I started is, um, at first I had a dog, and we had to get rid of it. And, like, I got, like, problems with diabetes, type 1, which, like, uh, oh, wow. it was pretty sad. And we moved house, and I just, like, wanted a small pet, and I knew geckos were a thing back then, like, four or five years ago. And so uh, I started with one, uh, yeah. And the second day that I bought my first one, I wanted two, so I bought another one. And uh, after, like, two months that they were pretty big. Well, after one year, I bought, uh, I wanted a male, but I didn't know how, like, the, the like, difference them from a female and a male. And so I bought another female because I didn't know how to, uh, like, difference them. And so I yeah. went on a site in Canada called Kijiji. So it's, like, this uh, thing where people can put ads and you can buy animals and stuff. And so uh, I looked up a male super hypo. So that was my big male. He's giant. Yeah. So that was my nice. starting, my starter for everything. Yeah. And uh, so that first year, I bred him to my female tremper. And I got one tremper, and the rest were all normals. I kept one normal. Mm. And the others I sold. So, uh, yeah. And this year I bought a Blazing Blizzard, so I'm going to start a Sunrise project. Now, that's how, pretty how much it. How long have you been? That, that sounds like a few years. How long have you been uh, with Leopard Geckos? Um, Four to five years, right? Wow. Yeah. And you're, where are you located? In Canada. Nice. In the uh, more in the north and stuff, yeah. The Yukon? Uh, no, uh, Quebec, that area. Oh, right on. So, yeah, I would yeah, think of the Yukon. Yeah, it's close to New York. All the snow. <laughs> well, well, there's not always snow, but yeah. I know. So that's pretty much it's how like I got in there. Nice. Yeah, now we do have a caller. Let's go ahead and bring a bring Papa Jeff on. Jeff, how you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you doing? Good. I got Max here from Canada. Yeah, I, I've been listening. Hey, what's up? How's it going, Max? Yeah, I'm good. You? <laughs> good. Good. We got snow here. <laughs> I, I'm in yeah. Northern California up here. <laughs> yeah, Jeff and I are. Often, we're we're up in Northern California. Yeah, here it's colder, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
definitely not sunny California. Yeah. No, not not lately. <laughs> no. So Max, you're working on the Blizzard and Super Hypo Tangerine Caratil Baldy project, right? Yeah, Sunrise. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's gonna be uh, my first year starting that. Um, should mm-hmm. be interesting. Trying to yeah. get uh, all those orange colors out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know Jeff's working on that. Jeff's got his with white and yellow in it. Yeah, I, I yeah, started I doing those oh, quite a few years ago. And then, I don't know, I kind of tapered off on that project. And and um, uh, I, I think I got a pairing this year going, too, from it. But, yeah, the tangerine blizzards are cool. A lot of people don't, yeah. I don't know, a lot of people don't like blizzards. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of blizzards out there. Yeah. Well, there's a lot, but you don't hear very much about them. But they're nice. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I forget the, the breeder's name. I know uh, over in Europe, um, they're, they're producing some really nice-looking tangerine blizzards. And I don't know if it's the same line of tangerine that made the sunset sunrise blizzards because those were made from um uh from what i understand the tangelo ron trimper's line yeah. of tangerine went into them and it took them i don't know eight years or whatever the line breeding um just just to get them to what they were i, I was real impressed when they came out with the sunrise sunsets um yeah I think uh, BMS Sean was um, selling him, but uh, I think uh, what was his name, Nick Stark or something? Nick. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. his. Pro- he started it, and um, I know BMS was selling them, and yeah. I don't know the price, price kind of dropped on them, but it's it's a cool project. Blizzards, blizzards are still a cool morph. Right? I like them. I know a lot of people don't. I don't. I don't know. You you see a lot of people don't like blizzards or Murphy's pattern lists or any of that. But blizzards were like the I don't know third or fourth morph. They came out before uh, any of the albinos. Yeah. Was was there still people doing uh, lemon frost and stuff? No. Um, yeah. Oh, there's. Yeah, people are still doing them. I wouldn't, but. <laughs> Was that a cancerous uh, thing? Yeah, they had some kind of tumor deal that um, even if they didn't see them on the outside, they were getting uh, tumors on the inside or something. From what I understand, I don't, I don't know. They were kind of out of my price range, <laughs> which it's kind yeah, of a bummer because I, I wanted, um, you know, I was going to wait a few years till the price came down. <laughs> You know, there was a lot of people working with them, and yeah. I, I was kind of sitting back going, oh, the price has got to drop, it's got to drop, and then, well, yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, yeah. people had the same problem with Enigma, you know? They had tap dancing, break dancing Enigmas, and they still just kept breeding and breeding, and now we've got some that are decent enough to keep working with, so I think Lemon Frost was... I think they could do some work with it and breed it out, or at least yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. 
I don't mess with enigmas, or um, I, I'm sure someone will work with them. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that I know they're still doing them over, you know, across the pond and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Fireplace. Yeah, I know that uh, <laughs> LM Leopard Geckos is working with a group that don't have any tumors. So. Yeah. That's uh, Lori Mitchell. I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know who Lori is. She, she's doing. Oh um, my. Oh my. Got the Black Knight stuff. Yeah, Black Knight stuff, and then um, who is it? Angela Mack or somebody's uh, working uh, Black Knight to a Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's going to be I, a... I, probably a couple people doing that. I'm sure because that was yeah. I know that Lori and I have been working for a couple of years now on Black Knight Murphy pattern list. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah, I did a. Okay. I sent her all of my melanistic Murphy females. Well, I only had two. I mean, it just sound like I had a, a bunch, but <laughs> I sent her two females, and we yeah. got we got a few babies. But she she bought a uh, Murphy patternless Black Knight recently, so hopefully she'll be able to breed that to the females again next year. Yeah, and oh, get I some. Is uh, the White Knight Project just Diablo Blancos, or it's uh, like the it's, whitest it's uh, Bell Blizzard? Diablo Blancos, yeah, Bell it's just Bell version. Bell Albino yeah. Blizzard Eclipse, basically. Yeah. Okay. Don't want to confuse people saying Bell Diablo Blancos. <laughs> yeah, because that'll, that'll get you in hot water real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, and yeah. It's, uh, it, it's taken a long time for them to get um, bell blazing blizzards, get get yeah. the bell into the blizzard. I, I forget who, I think Matt did it, or maybe Steve did it first, Steve. I don't know. I, yeah. But Steve I, has the uh, nice yeah. planes. Yeah. 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 He, he described it as um, the genes not lining up, so like he had to do different combinations to get them to yeah. line up. I forget what he ended up actually using. It was either like a Blizzard's Het Bell or Bell's Het Blizzard's or something like that where he they would finally line up, which yeah, I don't know, it probably doesn't, doesn't make sense in my calculator head. Probably, but. probably two Bell Het Blizzard's and then whatever yeah. Blizzard's came out of it would be Bell. Just just like when um you know, making um Diablo Blancos you you breed uh uh two raptors Raptor. head blizzard. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever blizzard comes out of it has to be uh blizzard raptor. God I hate mm-hmm. trade names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And then Yeah. So Max, what kind of projects are you looking to get in the future? Are you just going to stick with your tangerine, blizzard, um, sunrise, sunset? Well, uh, I was um, maybe going to look like bells and stuff. Uh, or, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just super characters and just sunrises. Yeah, maybe like yeah. Uh, in the tail of the super hypo, like get it in full orange or red. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, line line it's, breeding's fun, man. I, I still yeah. do tangerines. I have, I have, uh, I have a bunch of tangerine stuff, and they oh, t- tend to sell at shows pretty good too. But I yeah, I got orange geckos. Yeah, Morgan likes orange geckos. <laughs> I I hate orange geckos. <laughs> well, I got one right now with uh, and the baby that's het for with the super and uh, tramper. So try to pair that one with uh, my male and uh, yeah. see what happens. I know a lot of the oh the giant tangerines. I think John was working with those, and they were head tramper. Uh-huh. Um, but there's there's some big ones, man. Yeah. I know yeah. Someone, someone locally have some big tangerines, and they they come out really nice. And line breeding, you know, you could breed two full-on super hypos together with perfect orange tails, and then not all the offspring are gonna um, come out that way. They're going to be no, like yeah. normal. Varying degrees of um, carrot tail in different shades of orange. But that's what makes it fun because you never know. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, this, you pick the ones and the ones with the redder tail, will you breed them back? Yeah, yeah. And then run parallel groups so you don't uh, breed oh, siblings too. Well, you don't want to breed siblings, but. Um, so you don't, you're not breeding them too close together, inbreeding too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give any of those trade secrets away. Don't breed siblings. Bad. Yeah. No, people do. I mean, <laughs> you, you probably can oh, for yeah. a couple of uh, seasons or whatever, but I, I tend not to. <laughs> You'll get some. Yeah, I did or... that. I was, I was guilty of that with my. Uh, I was doing the whole two-copy white and yellow project, trying to find the super form. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I All I did was breed siblings back together every year. Is that, oh, and then you, you started them, uh, getting white and yellow. Well, they call it white and yellow syndrome. I don't think it's really... Uh, well, I didn't get white and yellow syndrome from crossing them together. I only got that when I outcrossed. Like oh, really? from the separate line. Yeah, because I bought two, like a brother and sister from John, uh-huh. and those were what I was breeding, to get, just like mashing the babies and them together. But when I outcrossed uh-huh. from the very beginning, everything had that problem. And, I mean, wow. I had some that broke their jaws on the tub floor. Like they would just smack their head on the floor. and It was wow. crazy. I haven't it's not had supposed any... to make them stronger? Yeah, well, yeah, you um, think yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, supposed yeah. to. I I've never had any issues with with none of my white and yellows. I had one uh, tangerine white and yellow. God, quite a few years ago, the egg was one of them weird shaped eggs, and I didn't think it would hatch. I mean, it mm-hmm. hatched, it did. and the the baby was kind of weird looking, and then it I don't know, it didn't last that long, maybe three or four weeks, but it, it kind of had a uh, like someone twisted his neck or something, kind of yeah. kind of walked in circles, had a weird neck thing. But other than that, I I haven't, and I'm I'm sure I've hatched over a hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I actually just got 
this year I got my first white and yellow again from Michelle at Rampant Reptiles. Mm-hmm. I got a she's still breeding. Uh, white and yellow. No, no, she's not. I got her last two geckos. Oh, uh, white and yellow red stripe bell het for radar, and uh, I got a super giant sun glow het for raptor male. Oh, right on. Yeah, he's 135 grams. <laughs> so, yeah, that's huge. I know that the one giant I have, he's a, I don't know, he was 128. I weighed him the other day, but he's got four or five years old now. But he's, yeah. he's held held that weight for, I don't know, probably he was 18 months or something and weighed 130 grams. <laughs> Damn Super giants, um, how much more do they weigh than giants, usually? Uh, like, like double, how do you, at least. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's big. No, it's, it's I mean, probably 10 to 20 grams more. I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah. Unless you get those freak ones, like anything over 120 grams is just like, you know. But a standard Huge. leopard gecko is like 50 to 70 grams now. It's not like yeah. 2005 when a adult was 35 grams. 35, 40 grams, yeah. Yeah. Small. Ready to breed it at 40 grams. And now people are like, oh, God, you're killing your geckos. Yeah, no, that's how it, it used to be way back when. It's, yeah. But I, I think diet and selective breeding. Um, oh, yeah. The food that we give them, they they might have something in it that, like, makes them bigger, but... Yeah. 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 Well, and and think about before it was, like, a heat lamp and sand, and sand doesn't retain heat, and leopard geckos need 86 degrees Fahrenheit to properly digest their food, so... I mean, it would make sense that a four-year-old female would be 40 grams. Yeah. Yeah, now they're huge. Just to have those, uh, remember the bricks, the bricks with a cord coming out of them? <laughs> the heat oh, rock yeah. bricks? That goes <laughs> yeah, back, yeah. way back. And then all of a sudden, they'd do fine for a while, and all of a sudden they'd get, like, super hot, and people were burning their reptiles with them and stuff. Yeah. If you break them open, there's, like, a big nail in there, and it's wrapped with wire. It's got a coil on it. Oh, like yeah, nitrome, no, I, like what uh, what oven elements are made of? Yeah, I I broke That's one open. It. I don't know, quite a few long time ago. <laughs> I, just, I wanted to see how they made them. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then you look at it and you're like, how does this even work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna try that. I'm gonna pop some breakers. Yeah. No, this was those came out when. People were using like the old incandescent Christmas lights. And they, would oh, put, yeah. put, they would put those inside of a coffee can and seal it, wow. and then that was your heat for the oh, reptiles. It, no, that's how that's how we used to do it way back when, <laughs> before all and, the and, you know, like ZooMed and Zilla the, and <laughs> yeah. For the, for the young all kids, that came we out. could also say. Jeff, you also have to mention that the coffee cans were metal back then, so don't try yeah, to get they them. Were, 
<laughs> yeah, don't try it with the plastic or... ones. <laughs> yeah, they were all metal. They were tin or whatever they were. <laughs> they were like galvanized. Something. My gra- my grandpa's got, uh, well, he's gone. So I have old coffee cans with nails in them. Because that's how you, that's how you oh, do yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they're like super thick. I still have a few around in the old baby food <laughs> jar lazy Susan thing with the different oh, nails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before plastic took over the world. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so, Max, how old are you? I guess we should probably I'm, uh, get that out there. I'm 14 right now. Yeah. Oh, right on. Good time. Yeah. yeah. Start, start young. Well, you, yeah, you got to have geckos when you were real young. Ten. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's that's cool. That's lucky. Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't have leopard geckos over here when I was real young. <laughs> it was <laughs> on, uh Back in the twenties. <laughs> no. They were still in the uh, 60s, 70s. <laughs> yeah, I, they I don't probably know. didn't even when, have them in zoos. No, when did they yeah, import the first know. ones? Like in the 80s? No, 76, Se- 79. Oh, okay. No, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I, I working seen... at the Fresno Zoo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and he just wanted to get them and breed a whole bunch of them until the uh, uh, I don't know somebody he got Butler. a temper out. He got he got yeah. Until the tangerine stuff started popping out, everything used to be normal yeah. or high yellow, and, and then it was know, tangerines, caratels. He tells that story, but I don't believe it because if you look at wild Afghanicus. They've got uh-huh. tons of orange. Look. Yeah. They're like super orange. Yeah, or like even the fascio, you'll see like an orange dot somewhere in their tail. It won't be real huge or anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they just line bred them, I guess. Well, that's yeah. how it all came. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. inbreeding. Sibling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look at their range in the wild. They inbreed all the time. Brother, sister, oh, yeah. mom, you know, son, whatever. How do you got discovered in what uh, what time? Hmm? Wait, what? What? Okay. Uh, no, what Hardwick, he's got discovered in, like, what year? Oh, I don't know. Eight? 1849 or something like that. I don't know. Uh, it, it was born, right? Wasn't it born or born or somebody discovered them? Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take a Google. No. Um. They. Um. Yeah. They documented it. That's a thing. People knew about it before, but. It takes one person to document it and put it in the, I don't know, the zoo magazine or whatever. 
<laughs> yeah. got brought in at the same time as uh, Afghanicus. No, no. No, no. Oh. These are these got imported very recently. Oh, oh it was okay. gray in 1827. Is that oh. what it was? Yeah. I remember John that Edward day well. <laughs> he was 27 years old. Wow. Could you imagine that being like Pimp Daddy running around out in Bangladesh? <laughs> yeah. He must have been like a trust fund baby or something. 27 years old running around identifying animals. No, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be cool. Man, you know, you'd step on a landline and get shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, not in well, India. I don't, I don't think India. Yeah, not in bad. India, but. Man. No, they used Anywhere to just else. call them Indian Indian geckos. Uh, yeah, you know, like Something the high yellows. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, the high yellows they called Indian? Yeah. From India, of course. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There goes those trade <laughs> names again. <laughs> well, they, had to, they probably smuggled them into Delhi or something. Yeah. Oh, they, they probably didn't have them there. They didn't have to smuggle them in. They had those big wooden cages on their backs, like a backpack, and they just throw them. They just go walking around and throw them in the back. Wicker baskets. Yeah, yeah, wicker basket full of geckos. And then by the time you got home three months later, hopefully two were alive. Yeah. No, I remember opening up the... um, uh, I used to go to this place in Garden Grove. It was a pet shop. In it. I don't know. I kind of worked there, sort of. And um, they would get the crates in from overseas. And it's like oh, yeah. these big wooden boxes. And then there was like, uh, almost like pillowcases that were sewn shut. Mm-hmm. Um, and there would be all kinds of stuff in there. Um, and it would smell really bad. All those rotting... <laughs> yeah, a lot of them were dead. Um, you'd have ticks yeah. and mites, and everything that came out of the bag was just mean. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of those those pictures of a toke gecko crate, like a oh yeah, foot oh, like by four foot by four foot, and there's like four hundred in there, but only a hundred oh, yeah. are alive. <laughs> yeah, they're like stacked. Yeah. Yeah, no wonder they're mean little sons of guns. Oh, I'm sure. They're probably, like, watching all their family starve to death for two weeks in this crate. Yeah. They still import a lot of those. Yeah, and it it still happens. And Mm -hmm. You would think that they would take some precautions or change their shipping husbandry or something. But they don't. No, they don't I, care. Don't. I mean, it's a $14 gecko. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, yeah. up here, it's a little bit more. It's like a 15. 18 Canadian? <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> what do you call a Canadian dollar? A dollar? Yeah, there's <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's the same. They're dollars. Yeah, they're dollars. Uh, and they 
ain't got the queen no, on him, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, my my favorite yep. part was asking a Canadian, "What do you call a Canadian dollar?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, but there's names, but I just I just don't care. I like yeah. Yeah. Do you I know have them in French, but different things? Oh yeah, French. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. My first language. Sad. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't sound French. But I go to an English school. I'm in a French oh. province, so uh, what do you want? Yeah, a yeah. lot, of, lot of, lot of French-speaking people in in Canada. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can say so. I guess. Yeah. <sighs> Yep. Here we got well, a mix, mixing pot of everything. <laughs> okay, yeah, the Canadian dollar is a loony, I just remembered. Yep. A loony? So, a loony. Yeah. Huh. A loony. It's a duck. Yeah, and uh, $2, it's a polar bear. Yep. Oh, wow. and, a picture uh, on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. A $2 is called a polar bear. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I have I have currency from all over the place, just collected. Yeah. I try to collect oh, it. Yeah. I yeah. still have a fifty cents Canadian. They don't make those anymore. Fifty cents so, pieces, oh. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a they bunch of. Uh, huh. Why do yeah. Why do that? You know. Totally off no. the geckos, but <laughs> no, I have a bunch of uh, late late night uh, uh, money monies currency. <laughs> I, I have a bunch of uh, Kennedy half dollars, like pre sixty four, sixty four before, because they were all ninety uh, percent silver. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And they, they made an they made one in uh, I think it's eighty seven that's um it was a mistake but it's um silver and it's worth like six grand or something like that. Wow. Yeah. How do you make that mistake? The 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 sheets that they make it out of, the sheets of silver. You know, instead of using the alloy sheet, somehow another a pure sheet got in there. Not like pure, they found but it in the room, like. Uh, yeah, I oh, guess they, the new guy he they ran out of uh, <laughs> of the other ones. He just went back there and grabbed a sheet or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just keep looking at my eighty sevens, or I forget what year it is. And and check the sides to see if they're they're you know if you can see the the different uh, or, laminate. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Big <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a, a I always do that. I get coins from the bank and then check it because it'll it'll be stamped together. So a normal coin looks like an Oreo, and then a silver coin is solid. Yeah, and if you drop on it on the side. A, on the, on the floor or something, it makes a different noise. Oh yeah, it's yeah. really high pitch. 
Yeah, a little heavier. And if you chew it, you can chew it like bubble gum. You, but you have to do it very fast. You just crunch down as hard as you can. <laughs> and that's why I'm missing teeth. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm not missing teeth. They're all just cracked in half. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, don't try it at home. <laughs> so, so you're you're working on like the your tangerine blizzards, basically, yeah, Max. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's that sounds like a fun deal. I I was doing. Yeah. I had a whole bunch of them going, and then. My God, my blizzards, they just kept laying eggs and laying eggs. And I, my, it was like half my gecko room was blizzards. And I wanted to do other stuff. So I didn't yeah. pair. I didn't pair that many. Last, I just did one pairing last year. And then this year, I might do another pairing. I have, I have two females that are, well, they're from the Sunrise stuff. Um and a male from them. I, I might do a pairing this I might pair them up this year. It's just I, a few years ago, I, I was just blizzard out. <laughs> just white everywhere? Yeah, like yeah. Half, half my gecko. And then they, they um, ovulate around earlier than the other ones, like around October or November, early or late, however you want to say it. So I said, ah, oh, you know, the incubator's getting empty, I'll do it. And then I did it, and they just kept laying eggs and laying eggs. And then when it came around to breeding time, like all the other projects I was working on, I didn't have any room. So it's like, man, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> they produce like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, do you, like, hibernate kind of your gecko so they, their cycle, like, I don't oh, know. Oh, roommate? Yeah, roommate. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, whatever happens naturally, just uh, the ambient temperature of the room, you know, yeah. drops. Because it gets hot here in the summertime. Um, but uh, And it gets cold in the winter. You know, we have four seasons. It's not like Southern California. It stays, you know, 70 pretty much year-round. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't shut the racks off or turn down the um, I I turn off the racks in the summertime. As a matter of fact, well, <laughs> you can't because it gets it gets so hot. But no, I I don't really brumate them per se. But I know they they get a natural drop in temperature. Yeah, uh, yeah, because of uh, yeah, I, I started brumating. Yeah, you. I heard that. Yeah, go uh, go for it. Yeah, and Morgan's what? temperatures are a little more stable than here. Yeah, well, I also have a whole gecko room that I keep controlled. Yeah. yeah. I think I the heard photo that. period, the light has a lot to do with it. They say it doesn't, but I think it does. And I just get morning sun it through does. the window. But, um, yeah, I, I think that has a whole lot to do with it. I heard yeah. you couldn't like brewmate your uh, geckos if you didn't brewmate them uh, their first year of uh, of aliveness. 
No. <laughs> of living. <laughs> but, uh, uh-huh. of, wow. Only if they were dead wow. their first year. <laughs> oh, they're, like, yeah, their first year, if you don't brumate them, they won't ovulate or something? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but, like, that. if their first year you don't start them on brumation, you can't, like, start them after two years or something. Huh. I heard that. I, I don't know. I've got geckos that are six years this year, and I started brumating, like, two years ago. So this is my second okay, yeah. season brumating, and, I mean, I've got geckos of all ages, and they're fine. Uh, so you one thing that, The one bad thing is brumating juveniles. So, like, if you get late hatches, I uh-huh. just notice yeah. that when you when you brumate a juvenile that's six months or younger, they do take an extra year to grow to maturity. So now I'm just oh. breeding everything that's on their second season. So, like, say I hatch it in 2017, I'll breed it in 2019. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm having better results with um, uh, mortality rates and stuff like that. If I wait till the the geckos out uh, 18 months to two years yeah. old, um, yeah, for the females, males, yeah, yeah I breed those at you know 10 months or something. If four they're big months. Enough. <laughs> no, <laughs> Ron, Ron says four months. <laughs> yeah, but he's in Texas. He probably has. He, and I think he heats the whole room. I don't know if he's using belly heat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, he, I read. his room is awesome. It's a long yeah. hallway, and on one side is garage doors. Then <laughs> he opens yeah. them for uh, sunlight. <laughs> for sunlight yeah, and air. I mean, he's in Texas. It's probably like 200 degrees. Yeah, he probably has to open the doors to keep it cool. <laughs> yeah. Or for uh, airflow. For the, yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it's. I, I think it all depends on where you're at. Oh yeah. yeah with the elevation. Yeah, it probably yeah. has a lot to do with it. I know. Oh. Uh, my rack. Ray? The rack that gets the morning <laughs> sunlight the most—it's filtered sunlight, but. It gets, I, I say direct, but it's kind of filtered through the trees. Um, that rack, they start ovulating first. <clears throat> so that's that's my breeder rack. Hmm. Um, that's interesting. It's, I don't know. This Well, I'm going on my ninth year now. So every year of that rack, they've all started ovulating first. And the only in the... You know, I checked the temperatures, the heat tape, and, you know, the bins and everything. Got a heat gun laser going all over the place. <laughs> Cats love it. No, but um, the, and the only <laughs> thing I can figure out, it's 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 got to be the light, the photo period of the day. Um, yeah. They're, they're getting more sunlight. Um, Are heat tapes better than the heat wires, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. You the heat cables? Yeah. Yeah, they're wider. It, I think it distributes the heat a little better. Because I got, uh, yeah. for my my rack, it's homemade. Uh, I got wires, yeah. Yeah, yep. the, the heat cable. Oh, so you got, like, the heat cable. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I've always had the, the heat tape. I have used the heat tape, cable, um, got a long time ago. 
I was getting it through a greenhouse supply place, but I never did the leopard geckos with the heat cable. I had other terrariums and stuff that I would run the heat cable through the um, substrate and stuff. And they, yeah. they all had like a built-in thermostat thing. <laughs> my heat cable is like directly under the bin because um, I heard oh. like the flex watt heat tape it's bad because it like I don't know what it overheats or something and so yeah uh, I'm not sure yeah, have to on a thermostat yeah, yeah. is yours on a thermostat Mike? Um, well I have uh, it, it's uh, Zoomed it's like uh, a wheel and there's like low okay. high Oh yeah, our stuff yeah, our stuff. Rheostat, like a yeah, rheostat. It's a yeah, uh, variable, variable capacitor, yeah. rheostat. Yeah. Thing. I only, I use that because yeah. in my rack I only have like eight females, so I don't see the point of having a, a big thermostat right now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it works. It just yeah. depends on where you're at. Like here. The gecko room gets, God, it can get 90 degrees in the summer if I don't uh, ventilate yeah. it and run the fan and stuff. And if I had it on a rheostat, it would just keep getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. The, the, what a rheostat is, is it's a dimmer switch. So you're going to go everywhere from 0 to 120 volts. So if you've got it, like, cranked up to 80 because it's cold and then you get it dialed into your temperature... When it gets hot in your room, it's still going to be running 80 watts and, yeah. you know, getting hot. So that's the Very only way you can turn That's what it is. Yeah. And you can, you can get a uh, seedling mat thermostat. They're like 40 bucks. Uh, Bean Farm sells them. And those, I have one on a rack, a, a small rack that I've got, my quarantine rack. And they work great. Little jump so starter? I mean, that's just called? some... Uh, I can actually look right now. My I, I had is, uh, Hydro Farm. It's for yeah. Well, I'm in Humboldt County, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they um, <laughs> I I had I had one of those that I had on a Dubia colony. Yeah. And it would all of a sudden it just quit working. It really? said it was a. Yeah, it said it was 80 degrees or whatever, but then I filled the mat and it wasn't. No, I'm not paranoid. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd be <laughs> careful. Well, I'd be careful with any of them, herbstat, anything. Change yeah. out your temperature oh, yeah. probes. <laughs> yeah, I know keep I, an eye on them. That's why you've got the, the, therm, uh, the infrared laser thermostat. Thermometer yeah, your heat thing. gun. Oh. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Har- Harbor Freight <laughs> heat thing. gun thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, heat gun. There you go. God, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some come with a, a little laser pointer. Some don't. I just, yeah. I, I like the one with them because the cat's like. It's accurate. <laughs> yeah. I, they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty accurate. Because I got yeah, the old, I, I don't know, money, Mercury go for thermometers it. too. Oh yeah, Mercury's yeah. great. Yeah, the Mercury or the uh, the red. I think that's rubbing alcohol with red food coloring unit or something. The other ones. 
yeah. the ones that it's just never changing. It's always sixty five degrees. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I have a nice assortment of thermometers and wires everywhere. <laughs> and all of them. Also, have. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a gecko room, and in the in the uh, uh, incubator, like you know the hovabaters, they get yeah. hot spots. <laughs> yeah, I've got that same deal. Yeah. Yeah, well, mine are basically stay at, uh, well, it stays around 80, 80, uh, 88, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Oh, it doesn't get hotter. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, temperature control is a big thing with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to estimate with that wheel. That you turn, but then you just leave it there. What? Well, uh, it's got a button. Oh. They've got up and down, up and down volume, so you can actually pick what temperature you want. And it yeah, shows it, on the. Oh, right. It has another number for Digital. the probe that says, "Yeah." And you can get a night drop and have it. I mean, mine say the time, but they're flashing because the time's wrong, and I never set them. But. Oh, yeah. The one with like uh, a thing that we you twist with a bolt. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about a hoverbaiter? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the old yeah, um, yeah. disc. The it has the disc in it, the 1602 yeah. in or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. It's like that can cover. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. It looks like. Somebody opened a can. It's the little uh, thermostat disc, I think they call it. I, I actually I took my um, the heating element and that little bolt thing out of my um, of one of my hovobaters, and I ran I just ran heat tape and hooked it up to a herp herpstat. Um, yeah. And it it um it keeps temperatures better, and I don't have um, uh, hot spots anymore. Well, not as bad as it used to be with, uh, you know, the weird heating element in the top and all that. They work. I used one for, God, probably four or five years, and it stayed on pretty much all the time. But um, I was at Tractor tractor Supply today, and they have um, hovabaters that are, they have digital thing on them now for like, I don't know, 45 bucks or something. Hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, and I was tempted on buying one and just seeing how accurate they stayed and, you know, just messing with it. But I have homemade incubators and all kinds of stuff I experiment with here. Run out of room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're kind of... you got to Frankenstein stuff once in a while. <laughs> Test. Yeah. I, I tried doing the white and yellow into blizzards, and um, that's kind of 